know about Hate Street, this is BealPot.com. The Week in Georgia, in English, coming to you from San Francisco's Lower Hate, or as the real estate agents call it, Hayes Valley, or Alamo Square. Today is Thursday, the 21st of June, 2018. On this date in 1622, Lursab II, King of Kartli, is executed with a bowstring around the neck while in prison in Iran on the orders of Shah Abbas I. 1734, slave Marie Joseph Angelique is hanged in Montreal for setting a fire that destroyed much of the city. 1900, Chinese Empress Dowager Sichi officially declares war on the United States, Britain, Germany, France, and Japan, siding with the Boxer Rebels. 1964, three voting rights activists, Andrew Goodman, Michael Schwerner, and James Cheney, are murdered in Mississippi by white supremacists. On this day, the Orthodox Church marks, marks the Saints' Day of Martyr Archil II, a Cajetian prince beheaded by invading Abbasid forces after they realized he was not planning on converting to Islam. <clears throat> Birthdays are, in 1883, Russian socialist realist writer Fyodor Gladkov, arrested for revolutionary activities in Tbilisi and exiled to Siberia. In 1947, Iranian lawyer and human rights and democracy activist Shirin Ebadi, in 1953, Pakistani Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto, the first woman to lead a majority Muslim democratic government. And in 1962, Soviet rock star Viktor Tsoi of the band Kino. And of course, happy summer solstice. I'm your host, Mark Mullen. If you'd like to comment on the forum or ask a question, go to tabilpod.com or send us an email at tabilpod at gmail.com. <clears throat> As predicted in our last podcast, with analyst rock stars Will Dunbar and Teto Jonas, Finance Minister Mamuka Bakhtadze has been selected to be the next Prime Minister following Georgi Kvitikashvili's resignation last Thursday. Bakhtadze is 36 years old and has been Finance Minister since last November, before he served as CEO of the Georgian Railway for four years. In his acceptance speech, he said that his three priorities were Euro-Atlantic integration, innovative and fundamental reforms leading to smaller government and a new economic model and reform of the education system. An April survey by the International Republic Institute found that 55% of Georgians had not heard of Bakhtadze and only 9% of the population viewed him favorably. President Georgi Markovlashvili called on Osneva to nominate Bidzina Ivanashvili as the prime minister as the leader of the party. He said that it it was more democratic and European to have predictable ministerial appointments. Parliamentary Chairman Super Cranky Irakli Kobachidze said that Mark Velashvili's comments weren't serious and that the charge was part of a normal health the change was part of a normal healthy process. Mark Velashvili also said he had worked relatively well with Kvitikashvili and that his government wasn't entirely unsuccessful and negative. Otsneva members said things like Georgia needs new energy, and that government discussion should be more dynamic, active, and open. Misha Saakashvili of the United National Movement said that the resignation showed that the government had collapsed and compared it to a headless chicken, <laughs> unlike his own party. He also referenced the recent UNICEF poverty report, saying the poverty level deceased twice, decreased twice under my presidency and increased twice under Ivanishvili. He then compared Ivanishvili to a python shedding its old skin. Many opposition figures said that the recent protest against the Justice Department caused the resignation and noted that the change in prime minister would not lead to policy change since Bidzina would continue to influence Bakhtadze as he did Kvitikashvili. Amnesty International <clears throat> responded with a statement arguing that reform of the criminal justice system 
should be the top priority for the new government and that reform should include an independent mechanism for investigating human rights violations by police. Bakhtadze's nomination caused some controversy because in 2012, he donated 20,000 lati to the United National Movement during the first election that Otsneba ran against them. Several Otsneba members defended him, though, calling him a team player and saying that at the time UNM pressured private companies for donations, so it wasn't necessarily reflective of Bakhtadze's political views. After a meeting with Otsneba leadership on Monday, Bakhtadze announced that the number of government ministries would be further reduced from 14 to 11 and that six ministries would soon face staffing changes, though he did not specify which ones. There are reports that the ministries of culture corrections and IDPs are likely to be merged with other ministries. The government, as it was was under Kvitikashvili, was presented to parliament for the confidence vote confirming Bakhtadze with the exception of economy minister Dmitry Kumsishvili and foreign minister Mikhail Janalidze. Both of those ministers were close to Kvitikashvili. The new minister of economy and sustainable development is Georgi Cherkasishvili, while the new minister of foreign affairs is David Zalikiani. Zalikiani said that John Elidze made a personal decision to leave his position. Bakhtadze's replacement as finance minister <clears throat> is Nikolos Gagua, his deputy. Euro- European George's uh, Dato Bakhtadze criticized the ga- cabinet for not responding to public calls for justice, presumably referring to Teotzulikiani's continued position as minister of justice. United National Movement Roman Gotzaridze said that uh, said that the new government socialist initiatives would lead to further economic problems. Bakhtadze said that this cabinet is only temporary and re- will be revised in three weeks. Interior Minister Georgi Gakharia announced a plan to raise police officer salaries by 250 lati during a speech to Parliament this week. Chief Prosecutor's Office filed charges against two South Ossetian security officers, David Gurtsev and Alik Taboev, for illegal uh, confinement and assistance in torture related to the death of Archil Tatunashvili in February. The prosecutors say that the two officers knew Tatunashvili and that, that he regularly crossed the occupation line to sell fruits and vegetables. They apparently found out that he had served in the Georgian army in 2008 and decided to punish him, which they did by torturing him to death, inflicting over 100 injuries on him. The charges were filed in abstention, but the two faced sentences of up to 15 years in prison. Misha has also come under fire for remarks made during uh, two Rustaviori appearances at the end of May last week. In May, he referred to Otsneba Member of Parliament Shota uh, Shaleshashvili as a swindler Russian Jew that Bidzina brought to Georgia despite Shaleshashvili's lack of connections to the country. Last week, referring to a recent incident in Marnauli involving United National Movement and Otsneba party members humiliating someone for participating in protests, he also said, quote, Georgia is not Russia. I deeply believe that Georgia is not like Russia. Georgia and Georgians cannot be russified, especially they can't be turned into Chechens. What Otsneba did in Marnauli, it was a Chechen-like behavior, and we should protect ourselves from acting like Chechens and Kadyrovsky, referring to the head of the Chechen government. A group of NGOs united as no-to-phobia, including the hardest-working NGO in the Caucasus, Transparency International Georgia, released a statement criticizing him for discriminatory remarks containing elements of hate speech. Uh, Shashilashvili has begun legal proceedings against Saakashvili. UNM Political Council member Kote Yoseliani said on TV that, according to some rumors, new Prime Minister Mamuka Bakhtadze is a sweetheart of Uta Ivanishvili, Bidzina's son. He also was criticized for his reference 
to Bakhtadze's private life and possible sexual orientation, including by members of his own party. Yoseliani then apologized on Facebook, saying, I simply tried to demonstrate that Bakhtadze's appointment is an example of nepotism. I am sorry if I behaved unethically and touching someone's feelings. Bakhtadze's first meeting as prime minister's nominee involved meeting with members of Georgian startup at Technopark Tbilisi, where he spoke about trying to attract talent and investment from abroad and reducing or abolishing taxes for tech companies in order to increase investment and activity in Georgia. Pankizi residents rallied in Duisi on Tuesday to support Malkha's Machalikashvili, whose son Tamerlane was killed in a special operation last December. Machalikashvili called on Bidzina to recognize Tamerlane's innocence and for the government to punish everyone involved in his death, including Interior Minister Georgi Gakhari and State Security Service Head Vahtan Gomelauri. Other activists held a parallel rally in front of the State Security Service building in Tbilisi, also in support of Machalikashvili. A UNM member of Ozurgeti's Sakrabulo, Besik Katamadze, was reportedly assaulted by Otsneba members last Friday for anti-Otsneba posts on <clears throat> social media. Katamadze was briefly hospitalized with head injuries, and the Interior Ministry has begun an investigation. They charged Otsneba Sakrabulo members Tadiel Aroshidze with beating or other violence, but UNM says that at least four other people were involved. Another Otsneba member then apparently offered to let Katamadze beat up his assailants in exchange for dropping the legal case in a conversation that appears to have been recorded and distributed. UNM organized a protest on Monday in Ozurgeti with a few hundred participants and Member of Parliament Nika Melia. They attempted to enter the Sakrabulo building in order to begin a hunger strike in front of the chair's office, but were stopped by police, and eventually three protesters were let in to uh, begin the strike. Protests have been ongoing in the mining town of Chiatuta since the 26th of May, altercation with police resulting in nine arrests. Three men have also sewed their lips shut and begun a hunger strike. According to an online petition created by the protesters, the deputy police chief and an inspector approached an Independence Day feast or Supra to inquire about a uh, reported gunshot heard in the area. The policemen were apparently drunk and armed with assault rifles with which they threatened members of the party. After the nine people uh, were arrested, they were taken to the police station and reportedly beaten with four suffering injuries and one a concussion. Protesters said that they called other police and requested that the arresting officers face an alcohol test to no result. The protesters were demanding the resignation of the Chiatuta police chief and his deputy, and for one of the arrested to have his charges changed from resisting police, which carries a prison sentence of two to six years, to disobeying police, which has a fine of between 100 and 300 lati. The Interior Ministry says they will not reduce the charges as the man in question has a prior conviction for attempted murder and attacking a police officer, Chiatuta Mayor Pata Nadiradze, and other local government officials have met with protesters, but they don't believe they have much power with the ministry. Government staff uh, have reportedly had their jobs threatened if they show support. The Interior Ministry's Interior Affairs Department and Prosecutor's Office have both begun investigations into a possible abuse of police abuse of power case. Abkhazia has temporarily stopped issuing visas, which locals believe is related to the FIFA World Cup currently going on in Russia. They say that 
visa issuance will likely resume mid-July. The visas are needed for Georgians to visit families and conduct business on the other side of the administrative boundary. Abkhazian authorities are also planning to invite ethnic Abkhaz from the Middle East to settle in Gali and Gagra districts. These districts are currently not majority ethnic, ethnic Abkhaz, so the, this program will shift the demographics in favor of the Abkhazian majority. According to Ministry of uh, Repatriation Beslan Dbar, 130 Jordanian Abkhazians have already expressed interest in moving and will be provided with accommodation by the end of the summer. Uh, probably in houses formerly occupied by and owned by Georgians. Um, they are also looking to invite Abkhaz communities from Syria and from Turkey. 25 ambassadors from members of the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, OSCE, are visiting Georgia this week. They have met President Mark Vilashvili, Deputy Foreign Minister Vakhtang uh, Makharobilishvili, and First Deputy Parliamentary Speaker Tamar Chukoshvili. They also plan to meet with NGOs and travel to south, the South Ossetian occupation line. Georgian asylum seeker numbers in the Schengen area dropped slightly in April, but were still over twice as many as last year with 1,562 in April 2018. In 2016, there were only 608 applicants, while in April 2017, just after the visa-free regime was implemented, there were only 730. <clears throat> Georgia is still in the top 10 countries for origin of asylum seekers, along with Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, Venezuela, Nigeria, Pakistan, Iran, Eritrea, and Albania. Foreign trade between January and May is up nearly 25% from last year, totaling $1.3 billion in exports and $3.9 billion in imports. Georgia's largest trading partners remain Turkey, Russia, Azerbaijan, and China. The top export remains copper ores and concentrates, while the top import remains petroleum and petroleum products. U.S. is planning to sell Georgia Stinger man-portable air defense systems, which, according to Defense Minister Levani Zodia, Georgia has wanted to buy for years. The Stinger manpad fire homing surface-to-air missiles from ground vehicles and helicopters. Also, speaking of technology, a good buddy of mine has a new business for anyone looking to rent a car. Family Cars Georgia provides well-maintained cars for rent, with or without drivers, you can contact them on Facebook at Family Cars Georgia or email them at FamilyCarsGeorgia at gmail.com. Let them know Tabilpod.com sent you. Eurasianet wrote about <clears throat> attempts by residents of the Ponkisi Gorge to counter stereotypes that they're all a bunch of terrorists. Residents hope their nascent tourism industry will spread the truth that most people there are more like everyday Georgians than ISIS members. They make Kingali wear felt caps and take pride in their hospitality and want the world to know it. OC Media published an opinion about Mamuka Bakhtadze's tenure as finance minister and his plans to reform the Georgian banking system, which is currently very profitable, but that comes at the expense of regular Georgians, according to him, um, because they are highly indebted. However, in April, Bakhtadze told a meeting of entrepreneurs that the banks were uh, an impediment to progress, a statement that confused people because the National Bank is responsible for reforms, not the ministry. However, reports that Kudikashvili stepped down due to differences with Bidzina over economic policy led some to think that changes were coming. Now, Bakhtadze has announced a, ref a plan based on three major changes. The annual interest rate ceiling on loans will be 50% instead of 100%. Fines for late repayments of loans will be much lower, and banks will be no longer able to seize property not listed 
as collateral in a loan agreement. He also hopes to improve access to credit for startups and smaller businesses. However, the article notes that banking reforms won't solve the base problem that causes Georgians to become indebted, that they just don't have enough money to begin with. In my view, it is not a very insightful uh, article, or at least the way the article is written about what is happening is somewhat inaccurate. First, the author doesn't mention the difference between banks and the un unregulated lenders, which are everywhere and largely left alone. When people think of being indebted to banks or to micro lenders, it's generally to somebody who just calls them that because they're completely uh, unregulated. Banks themselves and, and regulated micro lenders could be more effectively uh, regulated, but not the way that they, they plan to do it. Um, the author also leaves unmentioned the real cause of debt, which is, uh, which is, yes, the lack of money, but it is lack of money caused specifically by online gambling, which remains unregulated, easy, and ubiquitous, in my opinion. Eurasianet also wrote about the potential move of, parliaments, uh, of parliament back to Tbilisi from Kutaisi. The Saakashvili era move was intended to spread some of Tbilisi's vibrance and economic growth and decentralized power. Um, although actually it was to make it easier to control parliament uh, by the central government. But anyway, uh, the article um, of the Constitution declaring Kutaisi the location of parliament was removed from the 2017 Constitution. No public announcement has been made yet, but it is expected to change after the presidential elections this fall. Along with prospective plans to add a stop on the fast train in Kutaisi, which might reduce tourist numbers in the city, locals worry about the possible loss of morale and money that will come from losing tourists and government. OC Media features a piece by a woman who had to leave an abusive home and shares her experiences with her family professors, police, none of whom are supportive. She says her father would make her sleep outside and hit her, but when she went to the police, her family wouldn't back up her story, and the police would say that she was suffering from temporary insanity and that that's just how fathers are. Her extended family was too poor to care for so she always had to go back, and throughout her childhood, she dreamed of seeing a child protection hotline number somewhere on TV and calling it. It's a pretty bleak article, but a lot to learn for Georgian policymakers. Finally, Chaisana published a series of photographs of Georgia's lonely chairs, chairs on the street and on the sidewalk, which the photographer sees as symbols of challenges that Georgia faced, poverty, unemployment, environmental decay, and the unhealed wounds of a country torn apart through war. All this stuff to read is posted on our forum. This week's dive bar number is 28, the number of feathers in the hoopoo's crest. Some announcements on June 23rd at 7 p.m. Ill Abilities and the Georgian National Wheelchair Dance Sport Federation, two companies that focus on disability-inclusive dance, will have a joint dance performance at the Kote Marjanashvili State Drama Theater in Tbilisi, closing out the U.S. Embassy's Tolerance and Inclusion Week. Also on the 23rd at 8 p.m., Movement Theater presents Labyrinth, a one-act mystery with live music. The performance describes different phases of humans' lives. According to the creators, people are moving in endless labyrinths like social, urban, uh, emotional, or communicative. Often we are creating labyrinth and we do it unconsciously. Later on the 23rd at 9.30 p.m., the Georgian Astronomy Club will host a free astronomy evening at the old Hippodrome, where members of the public can view stellar objects through the group's telescopes. On the 24th, the Georgian Modern Pentathlon and Triathlon National Federation and Georgian National Federation Sport for All 
will host a triathlon at Tbilisi's Lisi Lake from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. There will be awards in seven age groups. Pre-registration is required. From now until August, the Georgia National Museum will present an exhibition on Caucasus biodiversity celebrating 150 years. First exhibition at the National uh, Natural History Museum. The exhibit highlights everything from recently restored dioramas featuring animals like the Turan tiger to various rocks. Renegade Tea Estate is fundraising to restore an abandoned tea estate in western Georgia on Indiegogo.com. The organizers are a group of Lithuanians and Estonians interested in reviving the Georgian tea industry. If you donate, you can have a tea plant or even a small tea estate dedicated especially to you. That's it for this week. My Twitter address is at TXTBUK. Our email is fieldpod at gmail.com or post to the forum on our website, www.fieldpod.com. Let's hear your new Peace Corps people. Any questions you got, let us know. We'll finish with from 2017, New York City. This is Grizzly Bear and Losing All Sense.
aside for life.